0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, one of the real success stories of last year, the Dunedin Bowling Club, the food truck that rose to great popularity with its $4 meals. Big changes on the horizon for the Dunedin Bowling Club. We thought we'd take an opportunity to talk about that uh, with uh, one of the partners in the venture, Liam Arthur. Liam joins us on the line now. and Liam, nice to have you with us again on ORFM. Morning, Jeff. Nice to
1: be here.
0: Last time you and I spoke, uh, and we spoke also with, uh, with Jackie Bannon, who was uh, on board with you with this amazing project, you were sort of just underway establishing yourself uh, in your presence in South Dunedin as uh, one of the newer food trucks on the scene offering something a little bit different. Uh, it seemed to go gangbusters for you. You did maybe more business than you were even expecting, Liam. Tell us about how it all went last year.
1: Yeah, I feel like the last time we talked with you, we were just about to open, and we thought we set a really lofty target of 300 meals a night we we operated, but we quickly found ourselves doing that, and sometimes even more than that, and it got really busy, and we decided we had to find something that was a bit bigger.
0: And uh, indeed you have. You're soon to open in a new venue for you uh, in Cavish we'll talk about that in a moment but just Liam perhaps remind us of the philosophy behind this venture and why you and Jackie saw an opportunity here.
1: Yeah well it's all really just about um, accessibility. Uh, we, our sort of thinking was a family of four could eat from us for $16 which is sometimes cheaper than Buying the food yourself from the supermarket and as well as people to relax and eat good, nutritious food without having to stress themselves. And, you know, and it's all about um, accessing better food and also bringing the community together around food. And it's something we're really excited to do more of in this new restaurant.
0: So, what was the experience in that regard um, with particular? Um, reference to the way that the community came in to support this venture?
1: Yeah, um, I, I think it was really beautiful. I, the community got behind the food truck really quickly as soon as we sort of opened. And, well, one one of the big success stories of the food truck is we started a pay-it-forwards jar. Um, so if someone had a little extra money, they could put some money in a jar and we would um, provide free meals to someone who couldn't afford it. I, I, I can't really remember how much money went through that job. I think it was in the, about two to three thousand. Um, so we're able to feed hundreds of people for free. And, um, it was things like that, that was really encouraging. But also just, so, in so small ways, you know, um, just like people donating a few veggies here and there or sharing our posts all the time on Facebook or, uh, and now on the, when we're setting up the restaurant, we have loads of people coming to help us to renovate the place, which is awesome.
0: Well, let's talk about this restaurant in Cavish, and where are you located?
1: Uh, so we're on South Road, um, and it's 337 South Road. Some people might uh, know this building as Triangle Restaurant, or the old Rover's Return or Place Cafe. Um, yeah, we're sort of, just on that sort of main street of Cavisham going towards the highway.
0: And what was required and what is still required for you to get that venue ready for the Dunedin Bowling Club to, to reopen there?
1: I think the most of the work that we have to do right now is just a lot of cleaning and painting. <laughs> so today we're actually just painting um, and we're, we're basically at, at the moment, we're working every day on that, and on Saturdays we hold community working bees so if people, you know, if people feel like they want to come and help out. And basically, uh, we had our first one last Saturday, and I think had about ten people turned up. And it was really great, and we'll have one this Saturday, and I think we'll be doing a similar thing. Just getting people to come along and paint some stuff, clean some stuff, and we'll we'll make the scones.
0: <laughs> What's your timeline, Liam, for getting up and running in the new location?
1: Uh, so we we plan to be open on the twenty fourth of February. Um, yeah.
0: And what will being in this fixed place in the the larger premises mean for the way the Dunedin Bowling Club operates? Will it remain the same?
1: Yeah. Well, so the prices will remain all the same. Um, the food, I think, will be better because we're able to do a lot more things in a restaurant compared to a food truck. Uh, there'll be less waiting times because it will be a lot faster in a restaurant um, and we'll be able to serve a lot more people. Uh, and I think something that's also very important for us is that <clears throat> we're able to provide a space for people to gather um, and we're working quite hard towards that to uh, create a space that people feel really welcomed in and they feel like they're they're at home.
0: As well as making food inexpensive, what's your approach in terms of nutrition?
1: Nutrition, uh, I think the bottom line is that we just want to create uh, good, nutritious food. So we <clears throat> we try to use sort of more well, also just because it's cheaper for us, we try to use more raw, unprocessed ingredients, and then process them ourselves. So people tend to get like better, more wholesome ingredients with our food. Um, and we don't like to do things like deep frying or anything like that. So in general, people are going to get a really nice, well-balanced meal out of us. We're always trying to think about having to add protein, the fiber, just all the sort of things that you need for a complete meal.
0: Liam, over the the months that you were open operating out of the food truck, were there some favourite dishes, the ones that just always used to sort of fly off the counter? Um,
1: Yeah, I would say... We had, um, the curry's always very popular. We did a lot of those. Um, but then, like, you know, dishes change a lot. Uh, I remember we used to do a sort of savoury tart made from, like, pumpkin or parsnip. That was really popular. Um, one night we did fried rice, which is really hard in the food, food truck, but we'll do it more in the restaurant, and people love that. And then, desserts-wise, people always liked pies and cheesecakes, I think.
0: People might be surprised, Liam, to hear that you can make a venture work charging only four dollars for meals. Clearly, your profit margins aren't large but large enough to sustain what you're doing
1: oh definitely yeah. i mean <clears throat> when i'm I tend to do more of the designing of the food, and uh well, as long with nutrition and like if it's going to taste good i like, it is really important. I'm always thinking about what it's going to cost to make. So I'm always thinking about, can we actually make money if we do this? So, yeah, I mean, it's just the fact is that I have a set profit margin, and if I make it for this price, then I'll make money, you know? And the other thing is that um, we have, we do things more efficiently. So we only serve basically one dish a night. So instead of the usual restaurant, where you need to make 20 different things and you have a bit of food waste, and you know it 's so time consuming to make all these different dishes we We just do one thing, and it 's a lot faster for us so that keeps costs down too
0: It was really interesting yeah. timing for you too wasn 't it because we we saw even in, over the course of the months that you were establishing at open this incredible uh, uh, increase in the cost of produce, um, that would have been a concern for your customers, probably a concern for you as well, but you still managed to make it work, and I guess that's where the volume comes in and why you had such high demand.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I think that definitely helps. Well, it's not, obviously, I, I don't like the cost increasing, but I think it does make our food truck or our, our business more appealing to people. Um, but honestly on our end, we do have a few rising costs, but not that much. Um, I think. Well, I don't know. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a statistician or anything, but I think maybe a lot of the price increases actually from the supermarkets rather than at the, the farmer side of things, because I I keep an eye on prices a lot, and they've increased, but not dramatically on my end, because we always just buy from farmers at wholesale
0: when you do uh, open up at this Cabocham venue, your expectation is, Liam, that you'll still be able to maintain the meals for $4?
1: Yeah, definitely that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, We'll probably have a few more offerings, like we'll have the $4 meals and then we might do two desserts instead of one and we'll have a cafe open, which will be serving uh, nice just like, a uh, good lunch fare like sandwiches and soups and we'll have a few you know, slices or you know, desserts that we serve and we'll have a few drinks too so that will help us along make the venue a bit more viable.
0: Well it's an amazing project and it's come a long way in just a few months. Um, congratulations to both you and, and Jackie on all the hard work you're doing in this regard and the service that you're you're offering for, you know, obviously a community that really appreciates it and, and needs a service like this too. So and you mentioned before that uh, there's been a bit of uh, a helping hand coming from the community to help you set up where you are. Just remind us um, about uh, what's happening at the weekend and how people can help out.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, on... On Saturdays, we, we open a restaurant for anyone to come in. I think this Saturday, we're generally open between 10 and 4, I think, or 5, I can't quite remember. And we'll just so anyone who wants to come and just do, do some cleaning or painting. And also, I, I forgot to mention, we're also looking for a little bit of cutlery just for, like, uh, eating wear. And if anyone happens to have some giant pots lying around, then we'd love to have those too.
0: Well, let's hope our ORFM listeners can help you out in that regard. And, of course, uh, we can find uh, the Dunedin Bowling Club online. You have your Facebook page there, yeah. it, regular updates with uh, what's happening and, and where you can find uh, this wonderful business. Liam, really great to talk with you again. All the best to you and Jackie for 2023, the new venture and indeed your new venue.
1: Thank you very much, Jeff. It was nice to talk to you too.
0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.